the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. So this is the second Sunday of Lent. And just remember St. Gregory Palamas of the 14th century. He fought against a heresy that said we, we uh, participate only in created energies of God, not uncreated energies. He argued, and rightfully so, that we participate in the divine uncreated energies of God because we're united to Christ in baptism and in that unity we are connected directly to his glorified humanity and in that humanity we participate in the divine energies. We participate in the light of Christ, the very light of Christ. Without that we cannot be saved in the sense of being fully uh, vested with a, with a sense that we can become like Christ. If we participate in his divine energies, we can become like him. So he argued very vehemently and correctly for this. So Christ is the light revealed to us. that has established the faith, and this faith healed the paralytic. So we begin with a couple of excerpts from the readings. The first is a warning from the epistle. We must pay close attention to what we have heard, lest we drift away. God is revealed to us in his holy church, in his saints, in the sacraments of our life that we participate in. St. Gregory Palamas makes a comment on this. He says, everyone heard but, not, but did, not, did not obey. Everyone heard but did not obey. So what's this warning to us? Because if we don't heed this and pay close attention to it, we drift away. You know, we have in this life a situation where we have a, a, a doctrine, a wind of doctrine that blows across the church very aggressively and wants to pull people away. So my encouragement to you is get to church a lot. Come as much as you can. Do your prayers. Read the saints. Read the scriptures. Because you have to be locked down into the faith. And, and the more you allow the faith to become a part of your life, the deeper you are rooted in it. And when the winds begin to blow, you don't get blown away. <clears throat> if you're not rooted in it, when the winds blow, you blow with the wind. So my encouragement is, is obviously that each of us needs to dedicate, rededicate, especially to this time of Lent, rededicate our life to that which is the life of the church. So many opportunities we have to come to church and just be present with Christ, with the brethren, <clears throat> And hear the words. Let the words sink in. Read the lives of the saints, the holy scriptures. These things are critical. They're, they're, they're our anchor. They're our anchor. Without the anchor, we move. With the anchor, we stay solid. So my encouragement that this is a good opportunity. Great Compline on Monday night. Pre-sanctified on Wednesdays. 
Akathist on uh, Fridays, and Soul Liturgy on Saturdays, Divine Liturgy on Sundays, Great Vespers on Saturday night. You can be filled. Filled. It's so powerful when we kind of root ourselves in this. You know, we, we tend to make, you know, well, man, I'll, I'll go later, I'll do this later. No. Like St. Gregory Palamas says, everyone heard, but not everyone obeyed. So hear these words, beloved. Pay close attention to what you hear. Secondly, in the gospel, um, when the Lord saw the faith of the paralytic and the faith of his friends, he saw their love for their friend, their faith for their friend, and he forgave the sins of the paralytic and he healed them. So, the importance here, I think, is to just remember the the. This, the sense that we need to pay attention to our friends. What do they need? You have friends that need things, a phone call, a pat on the back, a letter, a visit. This is an important thing for us. Friendship is a critical piece. The Lord saw the faith of his friends, and he healed the paralytic. You know, friendship is, has a powerful uh, peace in our life. It, it heals. It draws uh, 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 something out in each other that becomes very, very critical. So my encouragement to you is friendships. Nurture them. Find them. Pay attention to them. You know, it's such an incredibly important piece for us. Um, and so I, I, I would just look at Lent and see is there someone there that needs my attention, that needs my prayer, that needs my phone call, that needs my visit? This is an important thing for us because that has an opportunity to heal them, to lift them up. And that same should be with our own families. In the context of family, working things out, dealing with things that are in the family to, to work hard at that sense of connection to be close to one another, to take that person in prayer to Christ. To take that person in prayer to Christ. You know, we can't cut a hole in the roof and walk down and be with them, but we can pray and bring our friends, our family to Christ. And how powerful that is, how important that is to do. He's, he's uh, I've shared this story before, but it's an important one. Um, so I was struggling in a situation and, you know, when you kind of work and you've prayed and you've done everything you can do, uh, and the situation never gets better. You ever had that happen? <laughs> Say yes, just nod your head, do something here so I get some feedback. <laughs> yes, that happens. So I was praying, uh, there's a prayer for, before every task says, Almighty God, our help and refuge, the fountain of wisdom and the tower of strength. And what struck me was the word almighty. Almighty God? You mean you can 
you can handle everything? Anything? I can give you anything and you can handle it? Yes! Almighty God! And I'll tell you, it was interesting because that circumstance seemed totally impossible. And in about six months, it got totally fixed. Almighty God, I just said, okay, Lord, this belongs to you. These friends, these, this, my family, the situation here, I'm giving it to you. We need to learn how to give that up to the Almighty God and let him do the work. Uh, and, and on into the uh, gospel. The Lord says, sons, your sins are forgiven you. It still must have been. Well, the Pharisees obviously took it like, whoa, what's he saying here? Only God forgives, can forgive sins. They kind of, they kind of uh, affirmed who he was. Only God can forgive sins. Yes, that's me. Uh, son, your sins are forgiven. You would think the paralytic wanted to hear something else first. What did he want to hear? Be healed. We brought him to be healed, Lord. We brought our friend to be healed. But he says, first, your sins are forgiven you. It shows the importance the Lord feels and knows about our souls. How important our souls are to him. His, our salvation is the most important thing in the eyes of the Lord for you. Your salvation. Not your personal successes. Not your, the issues that not buying your Cadillacs or buying your new house. Uh, it's your salvation. It's, that's number one. And he will help you be saved through blessings through trials, through difficulties, even through illness. He can help you. He's moving you toward paradise. You know, it's important, I think, we, we come to this, the moment in Ascension, and one of the monks that I read uh, every year says, when we come to Ascension, we need to understand that we need to throw our minds over the barrier. What's the barrier? The barrier is this life. The barrier is this life. And where are we headed? Where are we going? Paradise. Say it. Paradise. Say it. Paradise. You're going to paradise. So important to know where you're headed. Because if this life is it, it becomes very, very difficult. But when, when our life is not this is the journey to paradise. And sometimes God brings us blessings, sometimes he brings us difficulties. All of that is for what reason? To save you, to send you to paradise. All of it's there for a reason. So be encouraged, beloved. Then uh, finally it says, but that you may know that the Son of God has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralytic, I say to you, arise, take up your pallet, and walk. So he finally says what we would expect him to say. But this stand up, arise, is a very powerful word, spiritual word, because it means to stand upright 
as, uh, as a virtuous person. Arise. It's not just stand up and rise up physically. It's to stand up and rise up spiritually. And, and you know, when the woman caught in adultery uh, was forgiven by the Lord, he said, your sins are forgiven. Go and sin no more. Live a virtuous life. And here we have this great opportunity, beloved. We come to church. We have all these beautiful services during Lent. And an opportunity to investigate yourselves. God opens this door during Lent where we can take a look inside ourselves and see more deeply. It's like there's a little bit of a microscope that God opens a little bit up for us during the Lenten season. So um, I, I, I go through this exercise every Lent looking at the vices and the virtues and to see kind of where I am. Do I need, do I need work in these areas? Uh, I need to clean the inside of my cup. Am I prideful, Lord? Do I need to be more humble? Do I need to be a better listener? Do I need to step back from my own opinions? Am I greedy? Do I need to be more generous with my time and with my, my, my kindly words? Do I need to be more generous? Do I fa fall to the lusts of this world? All my appetites, do, I need to, do they need to be curbed? Do I need to say deeply in my heart, I do not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God? Do I, I, can I say that deeply in my soul? Anger, do I get angry? Yes. <laughs> so I need to be more gentle. I need to move more gentle. You know, the saints say that the devil cannot tempt a gentle person. Can't tempt them. Can't make them angry. Gentleness. It's a great remedy against anger. Be kindly, be gentle. Gluttonous, I need to be more temperate. It's a beautiful season to kind of gather that ourselves. Envious, am I envy? Do I, I need to be more content, more grateful for what I have and not look at my brother and my sister and with judgment. Slothfulness, I need to be more diligent. And this, this, the definition of sloth isn't that I'm not busy. It's that I'm not doing what God wants me to do. I get the, Father Hopko said that some of the busiest people in the world are most slothful. Because they're not doing what God wants them to do. They do everything around it. They stay busy, but never do that one thing that God wants them to do. So is God, is God saying something to you this Lent? So St. Gregory says, this is the right season to practice these virtues. And the right season is now. So let me conclude with words from St. Gregory. this day. He says this, let us stir up all who see us to glorify God as they recognize this house has Christ within it, who gives strength to those whose souls are paralyzed and commands them to lift up and offer up to him with a spiritual understanding pleasing to God, their physical senses and perceptions. 
instead of being mindlessly carried away and brought down by them. <laughs> Don't be carried away by your, your physical senses and perceptions, but allow them to be ascend you to Christ. In this way, they will go into the house that is really ours, by which means the country in and above the heavens where Christ is now the heir and bestower of our inheritance. To him belong glory, might, honor, and worship with his Father without beginning, all holy, good, and life-giving spirit now and ever to ages of ages. Amen. To the prayers of St. Gregory, Lord Jesus Christ, the God of mercy on us and save us. Amen.